I'd say, honestly, get outside your hometown. Everybody wants to stay home and work for the home team because that's, that's a cool thing to do. But adventure out, go international like you did, go across the country, try to find some place that you've never been that could really give you an opportunity that you would have never thought of. Welcome to the Living Sport Podcast, where we connect you to young professionals and sport business experts from around the world. I am Connor Hurley, your host, and in this episode, I am joined with Trey Piquel, Living Sport Athens 19 alum and account executive at Nashville Super Speedway. What will you learn in this episode? Why making the move for a role is so important? Benefits of working outside of the big four? How to jumpstart your career by working in sales? And how to utilize LinkedIn effectively? Start your engines. Here we go. We are live from the studio and are joined with Trey Piquel, Living Sport Athens 19 alum and account executive at Nashville Super Speedway. Welcome back to the Living Sport Podcast, Trey. <laughs> hey, Connor, how's everything going for you? Doing really, really well. Um, I say welcome back because for our listeners out there, um, if you haven't heard already, Trey was on the podcast before our annual Living Sports Giving episode. Um, we recorded that in Yosemite National Park at last year's alumni reunion. Um, right before this podcast started, we already started talking about that a little bit. Um, if you haven't checked out that episode yet, cue that one up next. Could you kind of talk a little bit about that reunion? I know for me personally, it was it was really special getting to meet everybody and that sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the great thing about that reunion uh it really started because tina had an idea of oh i want to go back to yosemite i had never been to yosemite so we're like all right yeah sure like let's let's plan it and i talked to tina i talked to yourself mike uh all these other people that have been in other programs that we had talked multiple times and so many times emails text phone calls zooms but had never met each other in person. So for that trip, a lot of us were meeting each other in person for the first time, but had countless conversations with each other. Um, and it was my first time kind of really being outdoors and going on hikes. So it was a really fun time for me. Talk about stepping outside your comfort zone. I mean, if that is your first time hiking, <laughs> that is unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, so it, I honestly didn't know what, to expect too much but I kind of went into it try to have an open mind and do my best and try not to fall down yeah exactly I know some of us were struggling out there so to get back into kind of talking about working in sport um, I know that you worked outside of sport correct um, whenever you were first getting started yeah uh, I worked uh, downtown Cincinnati at Western Southern uh, life insurance kind of doing just a customer service role with them Okay, great. Um, and what kind of made you change gears and want to start to pursue uh, the sport industry full time? Um, so like many of us kind of grow up playing sports and just, oh, I want to I want to be a basketball player when I get old. I want to be a football player, baseball player. Uh, but going through college, kind of realizing those may not be in the cards for me. So but always loving and wanting to be around sports and being able to talk sports nonstop seemed very cool to me. Um, so first starting out, I took a position with the Cincinnati Bengals as a 
premium service, game day staff member. So I did that for four seasons, just kind of in and out of the suite, checking on everybody, make sure everybody's having a good time, uh, getting them anything that they needed at all, things like that. So that was a great learning opportunity for me that I was able to get in with the Bengals, but also talking to those directors, managers of those companies that are in those suites and really get to know them on a personal level. But then after that, kind of moving on to the uh, Cincinnati Reds doing a game day staff role as well, uh, sales role. So I was selling kids memberships during game days and then also looking to just, like you mentioned, just get my full-time role in sports. So it kind of took me, took me some time to get to the opportunity in California. Athens 19, obviously going the whole way to Athens, Greece, coming back to the U.S. You're from Ohio, um, yeah, yeah. made the move to California and then made the move to Nashville. How were, uh, I kind of want to hear about the transition moving from Ohio to California and then California to Nashville. What were kind of some things that, that you tried to do or maybe helped you along the way or things like that? I was blessed and thankful that I actually had a family friend that actually lived not too far from me in California that kind of helped out a lot. Definitely with being homesick, uh, being what, 30, 32 hours away, kind of missing family. So having some kind of family friend that I've known for plenty of years that I can drive 40 minutes up the road and hang out with them, get a home cooked meal and things like that. Um, very thankful for that. And uh, the thing with California was that a lot of my coworkers were from the area. So they were very open and willing to show me everything, uh, whether it was weekend trips, best local food spots, things like that in California. And then moving here to Nashville, it just turns out that majority of our staff here is actually from Ohio. <laughs> so uh, I actually have a coworker that's from Cincinnati, another that's from Columbus, another that's from kind of like the Toledo area. So we kind of all know some of the same people. So it kind of made it an easy, easy connection uh, for us. Such a small world. And are there any other alumni um, from Living Sport that you've kind of touched base with in Nashville? Yeah, I actually touched base very recently with Lauren Yates. Uh, she's actually the, I guess, services uh, at the Nashville Predators, the hockey team. So I'm uh, trying to connect with her a little bit more and kind of hang out with her, but definitely trying to see the individuals that even went on the Nashville trip last year. Hey, come back and let's, let's all hang out, kind of something like that. So what would you say is kind of the difference between um, working for teams in the big four and then kind of getting outside the big four into smaller organizations? Um, so the thing here with motorsports that I like a lot better than just the big four is that obviously in the big four, you have a season, you have multiple games that are going on throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the calendar year. We're here at Nashville. We have one race. So where a lot of people, if you're talking to people, Oh, I'll go to the next game. Well, there isn't a next game this year. It's this. So it's really kind of talking to people let's really get you out to this year because you won't get another chance to come out here until next year. So why miss out on that opportunity? And um, just to get to into more of like the revenue generating side of thing, what other things throughout the year do you guys kind of work on? Um, or is it all focused solely on getting ready for that next big race? Uh, so right now, since we are new track just opening back up, we haven't had a race here in over 10 years. So, uh, it's still trying to focus on racing, but we're trying to get more events coming out here with Nashville being huge music city. 
uh, trying to have a wine festival out here at the track, looking to do a couple car shows, some uh, music festivals, things like that. So I think, honestly, a lot of our team is just saying anything's up for grabs. Um, nothing's a bad idea. Let's if we can if you have the space for it, let's try to do it. Yeah, and that's kind of the beauty of small organizations, too. I know you touched on that, but really anything that anybody in the organization throws out there can be put into motion um, because you're not dealing with kind of those bounds of, of your job title and, and that sort yeah. of thing. I know for me personally, I went through a couple of things like that, um, whereas if I was in a bigger organization, it probably would have gotten halted, um, halted where it was. But we had the flexibility because really you make up your own decisions um, as a small staff. So. Yeah, definitely. That's what I love about minor league sports and kind of sports outside the big four. Just you kind of have your hands in a lot of different areas where my main role is sales, but I'm also reaching out, talking to my community engagement manager, corporate partnerships, marketing, things like that. And I'm in the weeds of everything and having these meetings that it's not just one role. Hello, Living Sport Podcast listeners. Have you checked us out on social media? Give us a follow at I Am Living Sport on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Shoot us a DM and let us know what you thought of this episode. All right, back to the action. So day to day, it is inbound calls uh, about renewals, about buying tickets, any other events, things like that, outbound calls, uh, potential prospects. But a couple of special projects I'm working on right now is I'm working on getting a large college and university alumni base that are actually located in Nashville to come out to our race next year, uh, have a tailgate theme behind it, kind of showing off, hey, who tailgates the best? Uh, obviously, a lot of schools take pride in what they do for tailgating. So really just kind of have some type of uh, friendly competition on that as well. Yeah, that'll be fun. I know a lot of organizations now are starting to try to do things like that. Um, mm -hmm. We were speaking to a team in Atlanta. I can't remember which team exactly it was, but um, they're kind of modeling some of the stuff that they're doing this year off of um, college tailgating and yeah, kind yeah. of like the scene that it generates could bring so many people in. There's so much pride around it. Um, mm -hmm. So I think we'll see a lot more of that coming up soon with bigger sports, any sort of learning lessons, success stories, um, kind of working in sales. I know sales is a industry that a lot of people are kind of, I wouldn't say scared or afraid, but, um, a lot of people going into sport management sales, isn't always their top choice. Mm -hmm. Um, anything that you would say to those people that are maybe on the fence about sales or haven't even really considered working in sales. Uh, a couple of things about it. Usually more than likely, there are sales positions that are open versus marketing, management, X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. So sales is usually going to be your foot into the door. And like we mentioned in minor leagues with sales, obviously you're doing that, but you're touching a lot of different uh, departments as well. So it's not, you're not just focused on the sales aspect of it. You meet a lot of great people and it's fun. Like you said, like we're in living sport, we love talking about sports. So whether I'm actually selling you or not, I'm chatting with you for five, 10 minutes, have a great conversation just about the Olympics, the, uh, the NBA draft that just happened, things like that. So I may not get to sale at that point, but you may be calling me a month later and, hey, I'm ready to buy tickets. Let's go and get those locked in. Or uh, I'm going to refer you to my friend that has a business that he wants to do X, Y, Z. So it's a lot. It's 
very fun to really just build those connections and just have a great time with it. it there's no right or wrong way to it. Yes, you start with the script, but shortly after a couple of months, that kind of goes out the door. So it's kind of just really making your making it your own. What are kind of some of the differences that you've seen from working in the G League in sales to kind of transitioning to this one big event a year? With, I think it just depends on kind of your market as well. Um, we can kind of charge a little bit more because we only have this one event is a year. So if the demand's there, people are going to buy it. Um, some people can't afford it, things like that, but the demand is there. So people will come. So I think that's one big thing that I've learned from the G League to motorsports now. I know you use LinkedIn very heavily, um, especially <laughs> in the <laughs> whenever everything kind of got crazy um, over the last couple of years. What are some kind of ways that you've used that to kind of help your your career, really? I mean, a lot of people have turned to trying to connect with people online. What are some things that you've done personally that has kind of helped you out? Um, honestly, so the way I use LinkedIn, um, so last year during COVID or even now, joining these conferences, uh, these forums, things like that. And really, after the forum's over, I'm connecting with these presenters and these speakers and message them, not just wanting to uh, connect with them, but messaging them saying, hey, I enjoyed this. You made a great point about this. What do you think about X, Y, Z? So I think that it's really just connecting with them and then trying to branch off and see who they know as well. But also what I do is when I post, anybody that sees my post that I'm not connected with, I connect with. Um, so it kind of grows my, my market as well. So you never know who's going to be posting what or resharing what. Um, so I think it's a great opportunity to just really see what other people are doing, see everything else that everybody else has going on. They go, oh, that's cool. I like that. Or, hey, they, they could be a great resource for, for me to get over here and to, back to the West Coast if I want to do that. So it's really just really building those connections, those relationships, and just having, honestly, a genuine conversation with some people about, hey, can you tell me a little bit more about what you do? Because I think that I'm trying to get to where you're at. So what did you do to get there? Yeah, that's great. And you messaging them, following up, continuing that conversation. I think that's the, I mean, it's the biggest difference. Say 200 people go to a conference that's held online. Maybe only a couple people will do that. Um, and a big yeah. misconception is that just connecting with them is going to, is going to change something. You got to keep that conversation going. Oh, absolutely. Okay. What is your craziest working in sports story? Uh, my craziest working in sports story, I would probably have to say when I was in Stockton for the Kings, I had put together a faith and family night. When I first started, it was shortly after my, our Greece trip. So I was tasked with, that was my category, faith and family night, churches. So throughout the whole year and going into the following year, working on getting all these churches to come out, grabbing their interest, things like that. March 7th was game day. So game day, I had a group that came out to do a rehearsal uh, on the court before the game started. Um, so I got them set up for that. I had other groups coming in. I needed to go up to the lounge for a coach chalk talk. 
um, things like that. And during this time, my phone is dead. So I have people calling me or trying to call me and get a hold of me saying, hey, the link isn't working. I need to get tickets still. This person needs to get tickets. Hey, the security guard over here doesn't know that they need to get in and be up over here at this way. So I had people coming in from all different directions and my phone's dead. So any five minutes I got trying to charge my phone, maybe got it to one, two percent. But then I'm running all over the facility trying to grab people and get them in uh, for their event. So I had to essentially reach out to my coworker. Hey, can you grab them right here? Move them, <laughs> move them over here and then grab these group and take them upstairs. And it, it was crazy and it was chaos. But that's what I love about sports, kind of the, the organized chaos and kind of getting people from one place to the other. And then uh, as soon as the game started, uh, I honestly took five minutes just to look in from the lower bowl area and to be able to look up in the stands and kind of see a good bit of the people that were there, church groups, they were there because of me. So it was kind of like a surreal moment kind of saying, like, I did this. Uh, so I really got to actually appreciate the hard work and the effort that I put in for eight months. Yeah. And I bet that experience for them, too, they didn't even realize that all of those things were going on on the back end. That's oh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> like you said, organized chaos. As long as the fans leave there happy and they had a great experience, they don't even know that that stuff happens sometimes. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's, it's how you deal with the chaos is huge. Um, everybody doesn't need to know about it. Just as long as internally we know what's going on, we're getting it fixed. That's all that matters. What is your best piece of advice for others trying to break into the industry? I'd say, honestly, get outside your hometown. Everybody wants to stay home and work for the home team because that's, that's a cool thing to do. But adventure out, go international like you did, go across the country, try to find someplace that you've never been that could really give you an opportunity that you would have never thought of. I didn't, I had no intentions of going out to California, but they gave me a shot. Why would I not take that opportunity if they're believing in me and trusting in me to do so? So travel outside your city, your state, and honestly, look at minor league sports. Uh, a lot of sports uh, are getting bigger. Minor league's getting a lot bigger. Um, soccer, uh, MLS, uh, women's team soccer, lacrosse. So why, why not give that a shot? Why not give that a opportunity to thought? Yeah, um, we talk about that all the time. If you stay in your hometown, all you're doing is limiting your opportunities. Um, there's so much more out there. And if you are willing to make that move, I mean, the move doesn't have to be as drastic as from Ohio to California or from me, <laughs> Pennsylvania to, to China. But <laughs> if you're willing to move, um, there's yeah. a good chance that, that you can find a good opportunity and maybe in a sport that you don't even really know much about or in a league that you don't really know much about. So, Yeah, for sure. And I think it took me a bit to realize that because when I first started applying, I was applying within the Midwest area and it wasn't getting too much success. So I was like, dang, like this is kind of upsetting and kind of can put you down a little bit because you're not getting any success from it. But once I started expanding my range and looking at the minor league sports, hockey and things like that, lacrosse, soccer, 
I started getting more responses and replies saying, hey, let's set up an interview. Hey, can you fill out these questions? So it was really just don't, like you mentioned, don't limit yourself. Do you have a favorite quote that you could give us? A uh, favorite quote that I kind of stuck with me uh, right now is from the late, great Kobe Bryant. Uh, he said, the roar of the crowd is not for you. It's for what you can do. And it's kind of really stuck with me as well because I've been very one, since getting into sports, want to be successful and want to be the best I can be here. So I kind of drown myself in work. So I think of it as, if a customer is upset at me and I can't provide them the response that they want or the experience that they want, they're done with me. So I really try to think of once I'm done with work and I go home, who am I outside of the office? Um, Cause you don't want to just be that person that's consumed with work all the time. No, I can't do this. I have work. No, I have this I need to do. I have this I need to do. Well, you can take a break from work and go have fun, go hang out, go explore the city, go try new foods. So that's what has been sticking with me lately and trying to really not letting myself get consumed with work. Yeah. I mean, you need that, that break for success as well. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of resetting your mind, getting your thoughts straight through just go, 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 go. I know this industry, you work a lot of hours, but you got to take that time whenever you do have the time to, and really reflect on things. Yeah, I mean, you think of when you meet people all the time, oh, what are your hobbies? Well, I like sports. Well, yeah, most people do. If you work in sports, you typically like sports. So, but what do you do? What do you like outside of that? And a lot of people can't really say too much. Do you like to cook? Do you like to go work out? Do you like to go hiking? And really have an answer behind those questions. Anything else that you would like the listeners to hear? I mean, I'm always open to connecting, talking with anybody that has any thoughts, questions for me, any pointers, anything like that at all. Um, definitely open to just kind of helping and connecting because I had somebody help me get to where I am. So I'm definitely one to pass the torch and uh, help anybody else as well. My name is Trey Piquel and I am Living Sport. Hey, Living Sport Network. Thank you for listening to the Living Sport Podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to not miss another episode. And feel free to share this episode with your friends. At Living Sport, we utilize sport as a catalyst to experience the world and to inspire personal and professional growth through our international and domestic sport business programs. Our sport business network is for students and recent grads looking to gain an edge over the thousands looking to work in sport. For more information about Living Sport and our programs, please visit livingsport.com. Thank you and have a great day.